Welcome to Raspberry Tea Pod Chat. I'm Claire. I'm Claire. And I'm Jo. <laughs> CCJ. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Hello. I've gone back to my old way of introducing us. Um, <laughs> so today, something slightly different. I think everybody will expect this from us if you've been listening to the um, podcast for a while now. We're going a little woo, a little woo woo, woo a little yes. As in the so, cocktail. As in the cocktail. Not in this mug. <laughs> no. Not- if that were a cocktail, Joe'd be on the floor in five minutes. Um, yeah, sorry about that, everybody. They can't help it. Um, <laughs> so three of us are all firm believers in the universe. We are all firm believers in the fact that when you die, your spirit continues and that you, as a, per, as a persona, what's mm-hmm. that? Anyway, yeah, you know what I'm saying. You, you go for you carry on. We're just here renting this body for this lifetime to learn what we need to learn is what I'm trying to say badly. I'm, um, I'm coming back in a slimmer one. I was going to say, renting this body, that's a new way of looking at it, isn't it? I wouldn't choose this one, personally. (laughs) If you look into the background to spiritualism, they say that you plan your journey to Earth. You choose who your parents are. You choose what you're going to go through in advance because that's the lessons you need to learn and experience Mm. to be able to move on. So effect we are renting our body for this journey to earth um we've probably just lost a few people there because you know um but if you're still with us and believe in all this stuff then uh, this is going to be fun um so yes guardian angels angel cards tarot cards who knows where this chat will take us because we never plan these things um it's always just down to me to introduce it and pass it over to you too. And then we just go, whoa, completely woo-woo. Well, it was my kind of idea, wasn't it? I we, Basically what we do is we put the suggestions together and then we decide which ones we're going to go for. And at the time of um, putting these together in December, um, it was a very... It had been the end of a very momentous year, let's just say. And I was starting to get a few inklings of somebody just watching over me um, with the way that things have gone, even from the the year previous to that. So starting in 2019, I think for us, didn't it, Claire, really? Um, Things were happening at a certain time and I learned to move away from, I can't believe that's happening. I can't believe it's happening to... Well, of course it's happening. It's happening for a reason. Everything happens for a reason. Um, There is no such thing as as fate. It is, you know, people look at it and say fate or good good fortune, but actually it's not. It's it's meant to have happened. It is planning. Yeah. And when you say you choose your parents, I, you know, absolutely, certainly agree with that wholeheartedly over the last 10 years, probably more so with my mum than I'd have ever imagined. Um, I was an absolute bugger when I was younger, treated her terribly, blamed her for an awful lot of things. But she has stuck by me through thick and thin 
fat, thin, <laughs> everything else that I've gone through, slightly woo-woo moments and everything else. And, and I wouldn't choose a different mother. There is absolutely no way. Um, so I absolutely wholeheartedly agree in that. But then I actually got a text um, completely out of the blue from somebody towards the end of December, just saying, have you um, found a new love interest? Have you got a new love interest or have you got your eye on someone? Um, and I sat back immediately and I was like, what, what, what are you talking about? And so I questioned it a little bit deeper. And I know that you shouldn't question these things too much. You, it just happens. Um, but this, this lady had said to me, somebody is watching somebody is watching what you're doing and saying I keep getting messages when you put Facebook posts on saying there's more to your messages than meets the eye kind of thing you know there's underlying messages to it um and I sat back and I thought I've actually started to really like being me again so I haven't necessarily got a love interest but I've started to take care of myself I've started to love myself and initially I went back to her and said, well, yeah, you know, I've got back in contact with somebody. And then I thought, it's not that. It is, it's me. And this person had met, had, had sent this message through spirit saying to her, um, it's, isn't it lovely that she's found love again? Isn't it lovely that she's happy again? And she even said the name Anna or Hannah. And one of my very, very dear friends, we'd lost her a, a good few years ago now, was Hannah. She was, she was one of my bridesmaids. She knew everything I was going through. We went through multiple ups and downs together, you know, all through the years. Um, and she said, yeah, she's, she's still watching you. And it was that that kind of made me think, hang on a minute, uh, you know, and, and you get a feel every now and again, you get something like sweeping past your face or you feel like you're being nudged. And Claire, you had a similar situation to one that I had on the same night as well. So I actually heard a doorbell now we live in apartments. Well, we were living in apartments at the time. Um, and the doorbell was not the doorbells of these apartments. So it was not somebody ringing the bell and, you know, running away kind of thing. No, I, um, I had a knock on my and door. And you had a knock, that. didn't you? Yeah, a very gentle knock on the door. So tell I us more know. about yours. Well, things have happened to me always in what whatever house I've lived in from... Um, cooking smells on a Sunday um, when none of the neighbours were cooking, we weren't cooking and that was um, we worked out that was Laura's dad's granddad because he used to make his batch of stew on a Sunday to eat through to Friday and then um, he'd have fish and chips on Saturday and make stew again on Sunday and um, it was after me and Laura's dad had split up and he said, I think it's my granddad watching over you because that smells exactly like his shoe used to. Um, that same house, I once went out to work and I came home, bearing in mind me and a tiny baby at this point, Laura was under one and nobody else other than my parents had keys to my house and they didn't live close by. And... Kate went into my bedroom later on in the evening and all my handbags had been taken out of the wardrobe and laid out across the floor in size order. Um, I lived in a house once which was um, sideways onto the road. You had to come through a, a big yard to get to it. It was an old barn. And um, a friend came round and it was deep snow. And a friend came and said, who's, who's here? I said, nobody, why? And there were footprints, male boots, 
footprints with a separate sole and heel from the road through the gate and across the yard to my door, but they didn't go back. They only came to my door. Um, that same house I once went shopping on a Saturday afternoon and got back and my toilet roll had been unrolled and then complete rolled up in a, in a really ad hoc fashion. It was everywhere, just really loosely rolled up, back up. Um, again, nobody with keys to my house other than my parents who weren't anywhere near. Um, all sorts always happens to me. Yeah, there's, there's things happen everywhere. Um, Laura, when she was tiny, used to talk about a little boy with a ball that she could see and an old man that was in a bedroom when she woke up. Um, so, yeah, I, and I don't see, other than, other than the toilet roll and the handbags, I don't see signs. I've never found a white feather. Physical things, don't yeah. See physical yeah. things. It's always sounds or feelings with me. So that night that you'd said, because it was it was a, a post that you'd put on Facebook the next day, wasn't it? Asking yeah. if anybody could put the two together. And I suddenly thought, do you know what? I This is when I'd heard this, this doorbell the same yeah. night. But as I'd gone into the kitchen, I always make the first cup of tea for myself and mum in the morning. Yeah. So mum hadn't been in there. Um, I'd made the last drink, I think, as we'd, we'd gone to bed the night before. And there was, there was nothing. I went in that morning. Um, into the kitchen and there's nothing around because um, it's like a, an island in the kitchen it's it's open plan but there was nothing else around it and there was a white feather on the floor yeah and bizarrely Joe, I remembered after you told me about the white feather when I heard the knock I'd looked at the time on my phone next to bed and yeah. it was 0202 oh. so I looked that up to see what it meant and it meant your guardian angels are with you that's funny because I was going to talk about numbers because Claire Froggett, you're a numbers person, aren't you? Very much yeah, a numbers mine, person. Mine, mine seems to be numbers. Um, I always seem to look at my phone for the time and it's either 2212, my birthday, or it's 2222 or 2323. It's like just the three sets of four digits. Mm. And it's just really weird. It happens all the last night. It did. I looked at the clock and it was 22, 22 and 23, 23. Weird. Um, and I'm, I'm similar mind to you. I don't pay attention to the feathers because I've got a feather duvet. And the, 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 there's the odd one all around anyway. So I might be a bit blase if I see a white feather because I'd put it down to it being that. But yeah. I was looking at my desk the other day and I've got little fiddly things to... What I, mess about with when I'm thinking and I've got two dice and I just threw them it's like double one it's like oh see if I can do that again double one third time double one fourth time double five I was like oh okay we'll leave it now but yeah for, for me it seems to be the numbers I've not connected the meaning of it yet but I know I'm in a really happy place my energy and vibration if you like if you're into all that stuff don't want to freak you out like my best friend looked at me like proper gone out face when I mentioned that at the weekend um for, for it's me, just normal to us for me, I was for me, say, we're quite happy with it we'll carry on talking <laughs> you, you meant you mentioned like the angels and the cards and things and I've got a pack of angel cards from somebody that both Joe and I follow and Claire's aware of yeah uh, and today's angel card I've pulled out happiness and I am really happy there's no reason I've just got up 
I've got absolutely loads to do work-wise to try and wrap it up to get a break for Christmas that I want and I need. I've got little bits of shopping to organise. When am I going to get shopping? What do I need? What I've got? My head's really busy, but I'm just really happy. And I just am. It's taken me a long time to get here. And yeah, I'm a single person as well. I'm open to meeting somebody, but I know that'll happen when it happens. Yeah. And I'm actually all right about it. It's It's like... What am I doing to what am I doing tomorrow? Taking the dog to the vets. Yeah, at least I get to go out on my birthday. Boris can't spoil that. I've got to take the vets, the dog to the vets. I'd, I'd just like to point out to listeners, because Claire's talking about Christmas and things like that. We're recording this just before Christmas to be published in January. Sorry, I've chopped all that up, haven't I? Yeah, I might be right. I might be almost 44, but I'm still excited about my birthday. Shall we talk yellow cars, Claire? Seen one this morning when I went to <laughs> So would you like to explain it? Because you seem to be finding it. I don't know anything about yellow cars. Right, the, Amanda Took, the angel mystic, is somebody that's in the same business coaching that you and I are in, Claire. And Joe and I follow her and we've gone through a manifestation challenge sort of thing. And one of the challenges in it was to sort of raise your awareness of how you can manifest things because lots of people need physical proof you can't just think right i am going to manifest for example wonder woman <laughs> yeah all right then but she set a challenge of yellow cars because yellow cars are quite rare now i went to physio yellow cars but if you consciously think about the yellow cars and see how many you see. I went to physio on eight o'clock on Friday morning and just going to physio and coming back, I saw 11 yellow cars. Everywhere. Morning, I've gone to the post office and I just thought, I wonder if I'll see any yellow cars while I'm out on my journey. Two. You, you might think they're everywhere, but actually when, when I was starting to look for them, they're not. They're not ones that you, like... Vans, you can't have vans. You can't have vans. They've got to be cars. There's lots of yellow cars, though. There aren't where we are. That that's the reason that she chose the yellow. You might choose a different example then, but it's kind of to help people get their heads round how manifestation can work and how you can visualize. You can't think about something that you want. It's got to be something that you really believe in and really feel about, and your energy is aligned to it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So let's set the challenge for the listeners then for pink cars, shall we? Pink cars. There's not many pink cars. So do pink cars. Try pink cars and see what happens. Well, this and it, it was just being completely specific, wasn't it? So there was no vans. You weren't allowed the vans because there'd be oodles of them. Um, it was cars. And mum was even playing the game with me in the end because we went to B&Q that afternoon. Um, other DIY stores are available. Um, we went to B&Q in Sheffield and we saw 11 as well. And we're like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. But See, I, it, I mean, I know things like this work anyway, because it's, it's bringing it into your consciousness. Yes. And it's, it's like anybody who's ever bought a car of a different model and make to the one they're currently driving, you say you're going to have it and then you see a thousand of them on road. And yeah. before you'd never noticed them, you know, I'm looking at, what my next car will be and Carl brought one to my attention which I make I've never really paid any attention to in the last 10-15 years and it's a newish model 
and I'm seeing them all over the place because they're in my consciousness. So I'm a bit, I'm not sure how that works with manifestation because I'm, I'm a bit confused by the exercise. So is that the theory then, that you're bringing it into your consciousness, yeah, you're thinking yes. about it, that is it. So that is yeah. simply how it works, but isn't it? But that's not manifesting something, that's just having something in your consciousness. I, I think that was the point of the game. It was a fun thing, wasn't it? Just to say, yeah, so the, right. these okay. things will actually work for you if you focus on them and if you are um, very strict in what you're thinking of. So I'm probably one of those people that drives the universe absolutely loopy. <laughs> you can well imagine, can't you? So absolutely. I'm Claire and I both suffer with magpie syndrome, sparkly not thing me. here not and me. there. Not, not Claire Taylor, Claire Foggett. You're um, me. And you yeah, you are. Yeah. No, um, you're worse, Joe. <laughs> I had to sneak away with that one. <laughs> you are so worse than Claire. So that explains that's how, why. That, that's how everything goes, isn't it? There's three of us and three different people who've got lots of things in common and we get on and we're always top, middle and bottom on a scale of whatever it is we're talking about. Oh, okay. Claire and I are very similar. <laughs> so, yeah, go on, go on then. Magpie syndrome. So I was going to say, with magpie syndrome, because I've realised now that that's probably why I haven't succeeded at any one thing. Um because there are so many I'm like a spider you know I've got arms everywhere and I've got fingers in many pies and and this that and the other and, and actually I don't focus on the one thing so even in relationships so I'll say right that's it I'm ready to focus on a relationship mm -hmm. I'm ready to find somebody <laughs> and then all of a sudden three people turn up I'm like, oh oh god what do I do that makes me sound really I'm not bragging <laughs> But in actual fact, one is totally off limits, one is geographically like 3,000 miles away, and one is probably just a little bit of entertainment. I don't mean that in a rude way. I mean, I've been watching him on uh, Facebook. There's nothing wrong with Mr. Right now. <laughs> um, clearly, at the time of recording lockdown, nothing was going to happen with anybody. But, you know, the fact that I'm looking at all these different people as options <laughs> whether they are true potential options or not but that's really good because that's putting into your conscious mind that you're ready i'm ready but if i don't put a clear message out to the universe the universe isn't going to know what i actually want so there are all these people are completely different I so i'm not actually you. saying i agree with you to an extent i have a slightly different theory on on incoming relationships inbound <laughs> um i i actually think that you should meet new people whoever they are and go this is going to be the one and leave it to the universe to bring you the right person because the universe knows what you need more than you do we are you know Whenever people go through breakups, like, right, the next one's going to be a richer, older man that's going to die in two years and leave me a fortune or whatever it might be. I haven't tried that people, one yet. <laughs> depending on where your emotional state is, and that can be you've been single for a long time or you're newly single or whatever, you bounce around ideas of what you want and things. You, I don't think we truly know what we, are, we need. 
And I think the universe does know what we need. And I think spirit knows what we need. So for me, when I was single and I was ready to meet somebody, I would literally meet anybody and I'd go, I wonder if this will be the one. And I left it up to the universe. So I I'm now I think I'm now in that position then. Okay. So COVID aside, it would be lovely, wouldn't it? Well, Claire's in the same position, aren't you, Claire? You're looking for Wonder Woman. And, you know, it's like you meet these new people, which we are doing online practically every flipping day now. And it, Oh, have you tried Facebook dating? No, obviously. <laughs> have you? It's entertainment, isn't it? I'm, I'm, I'm locked in here on my own. Let's, let's just say that some people's ideas of what's a good angle are very skewed. Angle of photo or other angle? Photo. Oh, okay. Photo, usually okay. headshot. Um, me, me, and, me and a friend of mine, who we talk regularly on the phone because we can't see each other, um, probably cruelly because everybody's tastes are different, but it goes on a, would this, would this, would this profile get stuck on the fridge to stop me being such a greedy bugger? Claire. <laughs> Um, we're off subject now, ladies. We are. Let's get please. back. <laughs> so Claire's hints then for us going into relationships, if you're single then, your your hints are basically meet whoever is out there and yeah. look at them as a potential and say, is this the one? Yeah. Because because I honestly think we we're such as human beings, we are such emotional characters and and as females we've got hormones that come into play differently to males there's there's all sorts of things on how somebody can feel very different one day to the next yeah and think they need something different one day to the next we're not consistent creatures yeah and to me the universe knows what you need because you've already planned that before you came so it knows exactly when you're going to meet somebody and it knows exactly who you're going to meet under what circumstances. But you it don't. tell you, though. But you I, wish it, I wish it would just say. <laughs> Where would be the fun in that? So just go out and everybody you meet, just as you meet them, be lovely and just go in your head, are you going to be the one? And I think that's the thing, isn't it? So Claire Foggart, we're, we're picking this up from Amanda a lot. It's actually having faith in and trusting your guardian angels, which is exactly what you just said, Claire, basically. Put it out there. I don't mean put it out there. <laughs> um, put it about that as well in that sense. Adhering to the the regulations that are in the country at the moment, if you want to. Really not going to happen. No. So put it out there to the universe, but trust in your guardian angels, because I do believe we do all have a guardian angel. Some things are a bit like, well, why would they let that happen to me? And the understanding is it is a learning. It is something that is building your character. You have to go through whatever situation you've gone through good, bad, indifferent, to get to the person that you are so and the person that think, you are planned. Do you two think there is on, you only have one guardian angel? Because I've always imagined lots of no. them. No, I think you have a different, different for different situations. Yeah. I yes, because so. actually, since I got that message, um, 
I've always thought my grandma was there for me always because I always always had a very very close connection with my grandma and I've always thought my grandma has been there but that has now made me realize actually Hannah is watching me as well so yes I, I think depending on which scenarios you're in and you can't put them into a box and say well you fit over there and you fit over there but they appear when they need to I think you'll see Hannah as a guardian angel then I wouldn't necessarily see her as a guardian a spirit not a guardian yeah because they're different they are different aren't they so possibly not the guardian angel no but somebody that is watching me which I would never have thought she would have been why I don't know, because... Why would she not want to keep up with your antics? You're so entertaining. <laughs> no, but she kept up with your antics when she was here, and she was your yes, friend. Yes, she did, so yeah. Change. But that's the thing with me. I always think, well, people have got more important things to do. Like, she... I mean, she... she... Uh, we'll have a bit less of that, thank you very much. That That's the point, though. So maybe there's other listeners who are in the same situation as me, though, aren't there? Okay. That, that you think well why would they be watching over me and actually you need to accept that people do I mean I, I joke about so over the last three years we've lost an awful lot of family members and leading up to Christmas I kept saying to mum I bet they're having a right old laugh up there because not one of them would have been able to cope with Covid they just it would have been like oh goodness sake what's going on um and I think, you know, they must be having an absolute riot up there. And I wonder who's cooking Christmas dinner. And I was saying all sorts of daft things. But that's that's the beautiful way that I now look at it. And so I bet they're all sitting up there sprinkling a little bit of magic here, there and everywhere over all of us. Yeah. And if anybody was listening, listen to um, the episode we did with Claire McGettigan um, about her son, Noah. Yeah. Um, you know, Claire is currently, after two years, um, looking at redecorating Noah's old bedroom and turning it into a space for his, his younger sister as a playroom, workroom, craft room, schoolroom, etc. And Noah's telling her every time she goes, I don't know if I can do this. Noah's, she's literally hearing him say, get on with it. Mm. You know, and... For me, I think I believe in everything like this completely. And I wish I was more connected to actually hear messages because I've only ever once heard anything. And that was the name of Raspberry Flingo. That's the only time words have come for me. Um, But then in another way, you know, you talk to mediums and people who do hear and it can be very difficult for them to quieten those noises when they need a bit of time to themselves. It can become overwhelming. Mm. There is a real negative side to having those gifts as well. Mm. So, you know, in I think we all believe in our own ways and we all get our messages in our own ways. Um, you can develop your skills. Of course you can. And Claire, you're sort of in that place at the moment, aren't you, where you're considering trying to develop your skills? She's nodding. I am. <laughs> Not that you can hear a nod, but she's nodding. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yes, it, it's it's in my consciousness, should I say. But I, uh, I, I it's the, the learnings that I've got or that I've had, the realisations that have happened this last six months are um, 
really interesting to me and answer quite a lot of questions when I always end up with broken birds in relationships. And now I, the red flags are going, no, no, no. You don't need to fix anybody anymore. I don't need to fix anybody anymore, no. No, and I think that is a, that's a, like a crucial turning point for you. Huge, isn't it? Huge that we've kind of almost watched it, I suppose, haven't we, from a distance. Um, and we've seen red flags. So but you what, wouldn't necessarily see them. If you're seeing them now, that's things changing for you. And so somebody Joe, is saying that. Uh, if Claire doesn't need to fix broken birds anymore. I don't need to fix broken I know I was just going to say. So that, What's that, yours? Yeah, yeah. What are you going to do different? I'm not going to look for broken people. <laughs> I'm not going to fix broken men. <laughs> that's what Did I mean. Did you want to fix broken men? I just always seemed to attract them. But was that because we were in a weak position ourselves? Um, I think I was looking, in many ways, I was looking for people who, not realising that I was doing it, was ending up finding people that needed fixing because I wanted to feel needed. And that's probably very funny faces, Claire Robert, at this point. Um, I was in a weak position myself and needed to feel needed. And I think both Claire and I have had a massive turnaround over the last year where we found our strength, we found ourselves, we found confidence, and actually we'll probably be attracting people that don't need fixing, who are strong, who are happy within themselves as people. Um, You've got to be I, I just, a little... I mean, you've got to be a little bit careful here because, you know, most people at, I was going to say our age, but Claire, I feel that you're significantly younger than the rest of us, um, at our age, um, have got some baggage. Of course, yeah. And so I don't think you can rule out that somebody is going to need some support or some understanding or you to help them see life in a different way. Correct. Um, you know, Carl certainly needed that from me when we got together. Um, he he was going through a, a horrendous divorce and he needed to be able to see life in a very different way and understand the universe and all the rest of it to get him through that. So I wouldn't I wouldn't rule out that they're gonna need some support and some help, mm -hmm. but they have to be okay in who they are fundamentally. Yeah. I think the people that I have, not all of them, most of the people that I have been with, in fact, thinking about it, this is this is where we really open up, isn't it? These are great, these sessions, the therapy sessions for us. So I hope it's helping people that are listening as well. Um, I almost deliberately have found the people who either aren't actually available so that... This is a whole different pod chat, isn't it? This is the fear of failure, fear of success. Um, but I think it's almost, I find the people or look for the people who are not actually available because that's the reason for it not to succeed. Um, and I have basically, I can remember one ex-partner many, many, many years ago saying, you have picked me up off the floor, you've turned me into a beast and I admit I've turned on you. 
And that's what happened over and over again. Now, if you'd if we'd been talking about this six months ago, I'd have been in floods of tears by now saying this. And I am sitting here saying With a big smile on your face. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> saying we got through that. Uh, I've got through that because somebody was there guiding me, saying, This is what you need to do to get back to you. And I just feel I've got goosebumps now even saying it, but I do feel that they have helped me find myself. And this is it now. And I, I am think, ready. I, th I think that's the key. I think you need to find somebody, both of you, who is happy with who they are, who is confident in themselves. Mm. Now, they will have some baggage. They will have a bit of damage because we don't get through life in 240s or 50s without yeah. it. Yeah. But... I think if the fundamental, they're not insecure about who they are as a person is there, then all the other stuff can be dealt with really easily. And, and Claire and I have both been through, um, as we are going through this with Amanda at the minute, that actually what you think you want is possibly not the thing that you should be trying to manifest as well. So you all think... You know, you, I would say you all think, but many people go into it and they think, I want money. That's what I want. Money's going to change my life completely. Actually, you start looking into it more and it's not. It's the things around and it all comes down to you as an individual well, and being imagine, happy. Can you imagine me manifesting Carl? If, I, if I'd have gone, this is what I want, would I have ended up with Carl? No. No. absolutely no no and yet like you yeah. say it's it's the perfect combination isn't it yeah. yeah because the universe knew what I needed better than I did yeah but anyway back to woo yeah we've, we've slightly gone off topic because we've ended up talking relationships but if anyone is in that same situation and has gone through similar things and have felt messages or received messages do let us know because I just find them fascinating yeah, go into the Facebook, onto the Facebook page and leave us comments. Drop your comments, yeah. yeah. Um, this episode will be published on the 20th of January, so uh, it'll be shared on the Facebook page so you can comment underneath it. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. Anything else to add in Woo Spirit, Guardian Angels? Anything else? What about animals? So, you know, is is what is it is dark materials <laughs> okay, that's a whole difference of that but go on <laughs> it's dark materials so they, they have you watched i see i've not watched it but i've been told it's very very good because it's about the spirit animals isn't it i've not got any knowledge on spirit animals what are they called i can't remember what they call them can someone tell us a bit more about that then as well if if you know anything about it yeah, if anybody knows about spirit animals, Joe's got a need to learn. So please leave us a comment on the Facebook page. <laughs> That's what that whole programme is about. That's why it's so... The animals what, are there. programme? His Dark Materials. On, on a Sunday evening. Or well, it was being on on a Sunday evening. On what? Uh, is it BBC? BBC One, I think. Normal Teller? Yeah. I don't know. This is shock. Something's good on Normal Teller. <laughs> But yes, it'd be interesting to find out if anybody knows about them. Please, thank you. Yeah, there we go. So, on that note, time for a brew. Bye bye. Bye.